Update 5.9 is live. It has the final update of 2021. So we're discussing the good and bad that this update brings. Also reworks the Ravagers and the X-Men. Are these two teams now a part of the meta? We're also discussing the Web Warriors as the hype for this team continues. And Magic has an event coming up. It has been Datamine. We're discussing this on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update with my brother, Mr. Hartgrave. How are you, my friend? Feeling idiotic, Valley. Oh yes, there's 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 been some discussion of your idios, idiocy on on this channel, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while since you've been on here. I mean, we've had Loki on recently, we've had Zemo on recently. It's finally good to have you back, Mister Hartgrave. It has been a while. It's good to be here in person. Um, my proxies, I think they did a good job, but. This is a big update, so we wanted to have a good discussion today. So yeah, and it looks like you're in the Ravager section, all set for this Ravager rework. I'm in, I'm in Venom's bedroom, so we're we're excited for the Web Warriors. But we got magic in the game, so we're gonna discuss her now. Do you want to do you want to address some of this idiocy that uh, has been going around in the Marvel Strike Force community, or do you want to leave that for your channel? Just see that for there. So on my channel, it's been doing good for my channel. That, that was a that was a very popular video about how idiotic Mr. Hartgrave is. Make sure you go check that uh, out gotcha. over at, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> now, now I gotta I gotta take some of the brunt for that. When you're on this channel, I ask you to be a certain way. A little more. This channel is a little more positive, so it's, it's a more positive spin on your feelings. So you're a little centered. Go over to Mr. Hartgrave's channel for all the uh, all the negativity or whatever, oh, yeah. whatever, whatever, the honesty. All right. But let's discuss the negativity. The negativity. <laughs> when deserved. I, I'm sure there's some positivity or, or I don't know, maybe. But let's discuss magic. Magic. Now, she was teased to be coming to Marvel Future Revolution. I know you did not play that game, but she was teased a while ago coming to Marvel Future Revolution. She's still not in the game yet, but she is live in Marvel Strike Force. What happened? Why is she why is she here so soon? I, I think Marvel Future Revolution isn't doing very well from what I hear. Really? I, I would yeah. not have ever guessed that. All right, but what are your thoughts on magic? She looks she looks like a very interesting character she she helps the uncanny x-men just uploaded a video about some gameplay about how they are doing in war and man they're 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 looking very good in war but as as far as magic what are your thoughts on her individually does she have any viability outside of the uncanny x-men team is she worth building up right now if uh if war is maybe not a priority for you yeah probably not and the the real thing that's going to hold back the whole team and, and magic as well is just going to be getting these characters up to iso green level five mm. um, which is so difficult which, which which you have to do that to use them in raids i mean you also need blue iso for where i'm at yeah but having the characters need green iso level five just really kills my enthusiasm for a lot of stuff like this uh, I, I feel, I'm feeling that as well. Um, I'm just trying to get them to LCL8 level four of all my Uncanny X-Men just to get them war ready because yeah. they're billed as a war offense team and they do that very, very well. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of that in just a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't really see a lot of viability for her or this Uncanny X-Men team outside of war. Uh, they would but, be fun. They would be fun if I could build them because you would use them like you used to use, you know, X Men back during the Ultimate Seven or even Brotherhood, Black where you would Order, send them Black in. Order. Yeah, Black Order. You would send them into a node. They would destroy it. It would be like a one use, you know, 
this node's really hard. I'm going to use, you know, my my X-Men on it. But it's too expensive to to do that, really. Yeah, I, I agree. So this, this is definitely a war offense team or a one-node raid team, and they'll give you value in there. If that is the kind of value you're looking for with this character and some of your X-Men that have, may have been sitting around, I think they'll be performing very, very well. But let's talk about some of these changes to these X-Men, because this is where a lot of the kit for magic is is getting in play because she her special affects storm storm got a little stronger when magic's on the field uh with some of these changes cyclops got a little stronger when magic's on the field and colossus got a little bit stronger when magic's on the field i think the the damage that we're seeing from storm is way crazier than i thought especially with the tiny storm that i have also cyclops have you experienced uh, their damage have you tested them out have you unlocked them or have you seen footage of how they are performing in war and uh how some of these new characters reworks are affecting the team no i haven't really got to mess with it much yet actually funnily enough uh the only t4 that i don't have on storm is her ultimate ability because i used to use ice storm more than more than her ultimate attack okay uh, and now you got you kind of need that tier four since that's what makes it um it makes it so it doesn't miss yeah that's which is it pretty was, big it, it was important for to have that special because when beast yeah. was on the field it might not use any of the charges but now uh beast is not going to be on the field beast is on the axe man she's on this team with the storm so uh and i forgot about that you had a very big storm i remember years ago you're saying how awesome storm was in the raids does this does this uh, make you happy? I think didn't you have a lot of red stars on Storm at one point? Yeah, I never had. I don't. I think I might have five red stars on her. So nothing. Okay, nothing. So maybe, maybe at the time, relative to the times, it was pretty big. But yeah, yeah. I do have seven red on Colossus and six red on Cyclops. So oh my goodness, this is going to be a really good team for you as soon as you get that ISO eight, like you're talking about. Yeah, it'll be, it's, it's nice for me personally. I have, it'll be like a new war team that I'll have to invest very, I'll just have to invest minimum levels in magic and then the rest of them are all maxed out and ready to go. Um, so that's nice. So with these changes and a lot, a lot of them don't really get a lot of effect when they're used as single player characters, but when they're on the team with magic, who do you think got the biggest impact to their changes? Storm? Cyclops or or is it Colossus? Wow, uh, it's it's between Storm and Cyclops just for the charges. Probably Storm. Like Storm yeah. for a war attack was never really doing much, but now her ability to gain charges so fast, it's going to be devastating. Um, Guys, I I agree. I agree. Storm. I got like my Storm is very low level, sub 100k <laughs> level. And she's smashing some big punch-ups against some meta teams. Let's go take a look at some of the footage that I recorded earlier while I was uh, on stream. As you can see, some of these, some of these matchups, these are some of the teams that they're capable of beating. Secret Avengers on defense, New Warriors on defense. They were able to beat Silver Surfer, Inhuman Colson teams on defense, and I couldn't find the matchup with the proper punch-up, but I'm thinking they could be Black Order and Emma Rodders with Doom as well. So given that given that this team is going to be able to beat them is that is that enough uh, value for people to be investing in this team for war offense if it's just that i think it's more for people that already have it built like like me um if you already have it that's great if you're you're gonna build it from scratch there's so many other mutants to deal with 
And I, I kind of feel like this one needs maybe a bit much to kind of get it going. All right, but but considering the teams that you're taking out, maybe it's worth the investment if war is something that's very important to you. You know, and, and as and, and a lot of people, the war value has went down since Heroes for Hire. But there's some people yeah. that still play it. It's still an important game mode for them. Uh, a couple of teams I did want to mention that I don't think that they are going to be able to beat. The testing just did not indicate that. Obviously, Heroes for Hire, also the Eternals, and then the Infinity Watch. You see those on defense. Don't use the X-Man against them. But pretty much everything else, I think they are going to be able to beat. So for some people, I think that is worth the investment. If, if War's not important to you, is there any value in this team, though? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's move well, on. Unfortunately, to I mean, that, that's what kind of breaks my heart about it. I wish I could say that you could use it for a raid node, but that would be so much to invest for in one such, node for one node. For one node. Like, <laughs> and you used to be able to do that. Like I used to suggest building X-Men, the, the, the X-Men that used well, to be. Well, they were the meta before. They, that was the proper choice before, but yeah. that was that was that was years ago. That was years ago. <laughs> they weren't they didn't really do raids, but they were good for like one boss node. You would take you would charge up Storm. Yeah. And then you would use her on one boss node and that'd be fantastic. Usually the in-boss. Well now now you could now you don't even have to charge her up. You'd bring magic in, she's yeah. charged, you take out that node, and you you don't have to screw up your previous nodes for that. So this 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 one one node value and raids and everything else. All right, uh, let's back, move back to the other reworks because it wasn't just the Uncanny X-Men getting reworks. It was your friends, the Ravagers, <laughs> Yondu, Ravager Boomer, Ravager Stitcher, and Ravager Bruiser all got reworked. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on this? And and we're getting a new Star Lord T'Challa in the game as well. Which which is uh, which is your favorite so far that you've seen? Out of the reworks, out of the out of all the characters, uh, Yondu, Star Lord, all the stuff. Yeah. Who who is your who is your favorite? Some of the rework characters or the new Star Lord T'Challa? Yeah, out of the reworks and and, and Star Lord, I I would say that Stitcher is the most interesting to me, especially Stitcher's basic, which seems insanely powerful. Yes, so it has all of Black Bolt's kit in it. <laughs> it it kind of does now. Now what they? Now, I don't know if this is gonna make them uh, be able to beat Heroes for Hire. In the in the in the Envoy call, the dev said this was not put into specifically counter Heroes for Hire. It's because this had this basic had a name Dis Disintegrator, and it wasn't very disintegrating before this. It was 160 <laughs> damage with bleeds. Very very weak. Doesn't doesn't yeah. describe oh. disintegration. But now with his basic, you can't. Uh, well, characters that are killed by Ravager Stitcher, you cannot be revived. So maybe, maybe with some weird gameplay, this could be a counter for Heroes for Hire. Do you see any other value with uh, with this move? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I, I mean, I was thinking more about it for for raids. I think. Okay. That, I mean, this isn't a raid team. It won't help you really. It's not and supposed if, to be. There's no real tags that you could use them. No. For. Maybe maybe if they brought the back the. Um, the what the Ravager tag and the Gammas or something it yeah. would be, but yeah, it's I, I'm not sure what raid you would use these in. Well, we're struggling for tech, and this is a tech character, and it ha and he has an amazing good base. Good point. I forgot about his tags. <laughs> I thought so, about yeah. the Star Lord tag though for that. Which speaking of Star Lord, how do you, how, what did you what are your thoughts when his kit was released earlier this week? Did you think I gotta get this character or you know this, this is this is a skip for me? 
Yeah, I'm very upset that he doesn't have the Wakanda tag. That that was mentioned. That was uh, they said they specifically did not put them on. Hopefully they add that later. Hopefully they they give the Wakandan some viability back in this. This yes. would this would give them double value as far Please. as the raids for tech and that gamma raids, which is so so painful nowadays. But yeah, I I, I think I think uh, he'll have some value. I don't think he's gonna be strong as some of the other meta characters like Surfer or Kestrel or Deathpool. No. But but he'll be a good fun character and this looks as a very fun raid team um any any other thoughts on this team as i mean not a raid team, a very fun war offense team excuse me any any other thoughts on uh any of these teams we got we got two new war offense teams with this update what how, is that going to change war at all it should make war better actually um for some of us those that can build this it, it should, it's nice to have two because we have when we when they introduced the changes, they gave us two new war rooms for defense. Yes. And they and we were kind of stuck with our old war offense teams. And I think a lot of people were coming up maybe two attacks short. So now here's two more attacks that are relatively easy to build if you've been playing for a while. Um, so it's, it's a nice bandaid on that situation. Now, as far as the comparisons, a lot of people comparing the Uncanny X-Men to Power Armor, calling it Power Armor 2.0, and the, not the Wakandans, the Ravagers as kind of like another um, Shadowlands. Is that is that kind of how you're seeing these teams as far as War Offense, Power Armor, and Shadowlands? Yeah, I guess it depends on what era we're talking about. But uh, yeah, de definitely it seems like the Uncanny X-Men are weaker in that they can only kind of beat up older meta without and, and it looks like the ravagers can kind of take on maybe they can beat infinity watch who knows mm, that's interesting i do want to i do want to see this full team tested and see if they could beat some of these higher level meta teams because what the devs were saying was they're not designed to beat these meta teams but uh, i i don't know if they i was not expecting the uncanny to do as well as they did so i don't know what uh, what to expect with these ravagers so, yeah, I'm, I'm how, much, how much you're punching down how much you've put into it the ravagers do require it's a lot of t4s to deal with a lot of t4s uh, a lot of iso 8 a lot of, yeah. lot, of, lot of investment for that team to work all right and, and, and yeah, as a, you be careful because the tech team is still coming there's a tech raid team they'll release it eventually right and uh, maybe maybe we're never gonna have a solution for tech Oh my God. <laughs> That's where we're spending cores. They'll give us a solution for bio, skill, mystic, and uh, and the mutants, but we're never going to get tech solved. See, now who's negative? That's very negative, Valley. They'll release I, a tech team in six months. Okay. <laughs> I, I've, I've actually heard some rumors that maybe sooner than six months, but I was just saying, what if that happens? Now, as, as cool as more war offense teams are, that is not what excites me. What excites me is new arena teams, new raid teams, beating the PVE content in the raids is very important for me because that unlocks the teal gear, which will maybe, maybe one day we'll get into Dark Dimension 5. I don't know. I, how many characters do you, by the way, how many characters do you have at tier 16? Zero. Hey, we are even. We are, we are, we are the same race. <laughs> All right. But as excited as these teams are, I'm excited for this team, the Web Warriors. My goodness, they look so fun. They look better than the symbiotes. 
Uh, it's going to require a lot of investment, but just using these guys in the raids, being able to, I think you're going to be able to fully auto bio section, not have to worry about timeouts like the symbiotes do. What is your hype level right now for these this team? I am reluctantly happy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I'm not. I'm not as mad as most. Some people are really mad about giving mm. up their symbiotes. I'm you don't fine. Have to. With you it. can still use them. I'm still using yeah. them. They still work. Fine. It's fine. And you know what? I got a lot of use because I. Well, I put the gear in early, so people oh, who yeah. like just a couple of months ago got their stars on symbiotes got the gear on them uh, and just started using them they're going to be more upset than me who had it kind of set up you know like six or eight months ago and i'm like all right i got my value out of that that's fine i'm ready for the new team so i i'm i, I had the value in them we, yeah. we recently got level 85 so i don't have them all up to level 85 and even knowing that these are are coming when I struggled into into BioRay, I'm like, should I just go and put another level on Symbiote Spider-Man, put another level on Anti-Venom? We're not going to get this full team till probably <laughs> mid-January. So should yeah. I should I do something that's going to benefit me now and not worry about the future? I haven't done it yet, but that thought does cross my mind on a daily basis. Like, ah, oh, should I do this? Now, what, so on a, on a scale of one to 10, what is your hype level for this team? 10 being the highest, one being the lowest. A, a five. I, a I'm five. Having, I, okay. I still have, well, all right. Here's the reason. Here's what's keeping it back. Okay. It's brawler ISO. <laughs> I'm going to get shorted. I, there's four brawlers on this team. I have enough to do two of them. Maybe I'll have enough to get the third by the time the third one drops. But by the time the fourth one comes out, I just will not have the ISO. All right. So... I, I agree with you uh, that that is going to be very limiting. I'm very hyped for this team. I want to use them. I want to get them to a usable level, but that may not be till February, yeah. March or so, because you might need to put those, uh, those levels on your symbiotes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thinking about it, that terms, yeah, if it's not going to be until February or March, maybe I should go symbiotes right now. Maybe. Uh, yeah, let, let me know your thoughts, guys. What are you going to do with your symbiotes, knowing that this awesome Web Warriors team is coming, that they might be harder to gear up and level up? Or are you going to wait? Are you going to be patient? Let, let me know your thoughts. Before we move on, I do want to ask you about all these characters, because the question that I've been getting a lot is, should I will on magic? Should I go on one of these Web Warriors? Should I wait and use my red stars for Star-Lord T'Challa? Obviously, this is a game of resource management, so you can't build up every single character that you want. If you had limited resources and only could invest in maybe one or two of these characters, who would you be investing in? Would you go magic for war offense? Would you go with these web warriors, even though they're all brawlers? Or are you saving a lot of your resources right now? Okay. Um, so a couple of things. First off, I'm really excited by your six red stitcher. What I need you to do is I need you, oh, Valley, oh, to take actually, all of your resources <laughs> and put them into Ravager Stitcher and tell me how that basic works. <laughs> So I need you to do that. You, not me. I I, I, I think eventually I will do that. As, as you can see, he has right. no ISO 8 right now. Yeah, you need to max him out with the with the six red. I think that's going to yeah. be great for yeah, right right me. now. Right now is X-Men in a couple of weeks. Web Wars and then probably towards the end of January, which is probably when Star-Lord T'Challa is going to get released. Uh, that's probably when I'll be building these Ravagers, unfortunately. Maybe Stitcher because of that six there a little sooner but uh, as far as red stars for these new characters though yes 
Ghost Spider and Scarlet Spider is who I'm thinking. Ghost Spider because of the counterattacks, yeah. because uh, and Scarlet Spider because of the heals. Uh, okay. Is they? Do you have any other characters that you think deserve red stars? Magic, Spider Punk, Star Lord, T'Challa, or would you focus more on these characters like Spider Gwen, Scarlet Spider? Yeah. It's definitely going to be the Web Warriors, and uh, a couple of things about that. So. There is an opportunity to augment your symbiotes with a couple of web warriors. Some of them work well together. I believe Gwen and Miles work together. Scarlet Spider and Spider-Man kind of work together. And Spider-Punk kind of works with one other. So you can replace like Venom and Scream on your symbiotes okay. with a couple of web warriors. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is what are the release methods and how many stars are you going to get them at? So it doesn't make any sense to plan to get seven red on a character that you're only going to unlock at four. Spider-Punk is going to have an event campaign. So maybe you can get four or five on him, which is good. And he's a damage dealer too. He's going to be the striker, I think. So high reds on him is good. High reds on Miles is also good because I feel that he is the striker as well. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to get an increased chance for Miles or Spider-Man or any of these rework characters, but uh, we're getting the increased chance when they are new. So uh, I, I think I'm going to go Scarlet Spider and Spider-Gwen, unless there's any comments that change my mind. There, there's, there's, I think there's some good uh, rationale for some of these characters. We usually do get a bonus when, when they do reworks. Like we had a bonus chance for um, Gamora and Nebula last time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Now that you mentioned yeah. that, I, yeah, I'm you're right. You're right. I'm I'm forgetting things. It's a good thing that you're here. It's a good thing that you're here. Be patient. I, like I'm not I'm not using any gold promos, any silver cr uh, promos yet. Like I only have four red on Miles and Spider Man, yeah. and I have enough where I could five red them. But I'm just gonna wait until those boosted odds come in. Well, I think I think it's I think you should wait until you actually start using this team. If you're just yeah. building them for. You know, February, March, that's a lot of resources that you're allocating towards a team that you're not going to be using for a couple of months. I think, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're building this team and putting stars and buying the stars or promo credits, you should be using this team on almost a daily basis, is in my opinion. Yep. All right. Now, you mentioned Spider-Punk is getting an event. Assemble a top squad with the Rebel trait for the Spider-Punk event. Now, when we saw the footage released last week for Spider-Gwen, we saw the Punk trait. Wasn't sure who it was, is going to be for, but uh, I mean, the Rebel trait. Spider-Punk is what the event is for now. Considering this screenshot right here uh, and the and the character. All right. Now, considering this screenshot here. Spider-Punk does not look like he's going to be out for a while. Uh, we have Magic out right now. Probably in a two or three more weeks, we'll have Spider-Gwen. And in another few weeks, which may not be until January, is when we're going to get this Spider-Punk event. Uh, how, how much are you saving for this event? How hard are you going to go in this event when it finally comes out? My advice, and I'm hesitant to give it because I feel like the more I give this advice, the more they might listen and shut this down. But uh -huh. what you can do is you can spend 600 cores a day when they do these event releases. And that can give you a 70% chance to get a five yellow for free on these event campaign characters. Well, that sounds really good. A five yellow does sound good, but... I would much rather have an easy six or seven stars. Weren't we supposed to get that in all our, all these events? Well, according to some community managers, yeah, it's super easy. Uh, uh, it's actually mathematically impossible. <laughs> but 
Super uh, easy and mathematically impossible. Apparently, well, what, if, what if you get like the things. best luck ever on all of your orb openings? Is, is it still possible that? I think that there's like a 0.1% chance that you can get the six. All right. And so we like know 2,000 cores a day would be the cost of it. Something insane like that. 600 is really the most make that makes sense. And okay. a lot of people do 200, but I really think it's worth the 600 because a 70% chance to get a five yellow is pretty good. And even if you don't get the five yellow, you're just like 15 shards away. It's super close. Okay. Okay. Um, let me get your predictions for the other release methods for these characters. We know Spider-Punk. We know, well, we have a data mine that Magic is going to be an event release character, which we're going to talk about that data mine uh, towards the end of this video. But what are, you, what are your predictions for the release method for Starlord, T'Challa, Scarlet Spider, and Spider-Punk? Oh, wow. Okay, this is good. Oh, we, we know Spider-Punk's event. Yep. Um, so we're really asking about... Ghost Spider, Scarlet Spider, and Starlet Star. Someone has to replace Silver Surfer in the raid milestones. Who do you think that's going to be? Star Lord? One of the Web Warriors? Or, or a different character like, that's already in the game? Yeah, like Star Lord seems cool. It's going to be one of these. Star Lord okay. seems cool. Like maybe you would do that um, for the cool factor, but for the useful factor, I, I would put Ghost Spider in there. Because she's probably the most popular out of these characters. And yeah, Silver Surfer is a very popular character. So I feel like they might follow suit with that. Okay. That what what maybe, other release methods do you think we are going to get? I, th I think that is a very good possibility. The oh, raid really milestones for too. at least one of these characters. Oh, God. That would be so awful to have her <laughs> stuck in I there. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. You know, if it's awful, that's what they're doing. So I'm, I'm going to predict that pretty hard. Uh, Scarlet Spider, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see another Blitz release. I almost want to say that none of this will be Blitz release. We haven't had one for a while. A lot, a lot of times we've had milestones which correspond to Blitz, but yeah. it's more about the Blitz wins and not necessarily about the Blitz score. So yeah, it they might they might have been phasing that out. Yeah, it seems like those days are gone, uh, which is, you know, event campaign release is the best. All right. Well, so we, already, we already at least have one event or at least yeah. have two. We have at least have two. Are, do we have two? Because we, we're having an event for Magic. Yeah, well, it's a data mine event. It's not confirmed. Yeah. It's not released by this stuff. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Blitz. I'm gonna go Raid Milestone, and, I, and I'm saying Blitz just because I can't think of anything else. Uh, yeah. And then, I, and then we'll probably get some other weird event. Is is what I'm guessing. Yeah, I feel like Star Lord's gonna be a weird event. That seems okay. weird event worthy. I, I'm really unknown about Scarlet Spider. We could see a return for a Blitz release. He could be he could be Strike Pass. I don't know. It's, we don't have enough time for Strike Pass release. Could be. I, I think. Yeah, Maybe? you know what? We do. We do. Because we this, do this the one is gonna end within the 28 days, and the patch is still gonna be live. Remember, this is a two month patch. We got to we got to think about this in the terms of two patches. So this is gonna be a very long patch. This is not gonna end. We're not gonna get a new yeah. one till end of January, I, beginning of February. Yeah, I mean, I guess if if they really pull it out, we get magic within a couple of weeks. Uh, Ghost Spider goes in. The the raid milestones in pretty soon. I think in a couple of weeks too, we could see Ghost Spider drop in there, and then I guess maybe in time for Scarlet Spider to hit into a Strike Pass release. Spider Punk into a event campaign and then Star Lord with some other janky event with a rigged uh, store. 
All right. All right. So those are the predictions. Let me know your predictions in the comments, guys. It's going to be a long release. Uh, Timestamp it. Timestamp your comments there. And let's go to a debacle. All right. So this, this needs a little bit of a setup. So in the pre-Black Friday offers, there was an offer that was like five bucks, 3,000 cores. And last week, well, this was sent out because, or earlier earlier last week, this was sent out. Recently, there was an issue where some players that purchased a 21-day login were not were unable to claim the final day of the 1,400 power cords. Today, we sent some compensation for that, the power 1,400 power cords, but, oh, even that, they can't get that right. They were unintentionally sent to all players that purchased the calendar, which I guess you're getting double the money. And the following action, and I guess it, it it was also sent to players that did not even purchase the calendar once. So some people just got free 1,400 cores. The following action will be taken on Monday. Players that were affected by the original login calendar bug will be sent additional 1,400 power cores. All players that did not purchase the calendar will be gifted 1,400 power cores. We apologize for the confusion this caused, but it does not end there because on Monday, when the compensation was supposed to go out, a right, quick update to the 1400 power cords that we supposedly sent to players. Delayed till Wednesday, scheduled to go out shortly after the release of version 5.9. We apologize for the inconvenience. Now, normally this would not be a huge issue if it wasn't for this, for this, this in game right now, the Icarus store. It was supposed to be ended already. People were getting a bunch of this uh, eternal spirit currency so that they could get these Icarus shards on Monday, but they're delaying the power cores till Wednesday after the release. I thought that was scummy, trashy. I don't know what other words you want to use, Mr. Hargrave. I'm sure you have a bunch of them floating around in your head right now, but it didn't go out. And then if that wasn't enough, let's go back to Twitter because, oh, then last minute after people got their, comp no, some people didn't even get their compensation. Then we got this. Last minute, after people spent cores to refresh the store, purchased the Icarus shards, the last minute, the timer for the Eternal store was extended by one day to allow players waiting for the 1400 cores to use them their store refreshes if you wish to do so. So that's kind of trash. I think it's a good thing that they extended the store, but the announcement when the store was almost done and players already spent all their cores, if they announced this right on Monday, right as soon as they made that other announcement in conjunction with the other announcement that's delayed, no problem. What is the problem with this, Hargrave? Why, what, what, what is the issues that we have here? Lack of communication. And it's been that way since you started covering the game. <laughs> like your number, your first salt video, we went back and looked, it was a lack of communication and we're still dealing, still dealing with it. You know what? To be fair, though, that that was zero communications. Now we're getting minimal communication or late communications, which is better. But back when I made that first salt video, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was no community managers. There was nothing. So it's improved, but it still needs to improve even further. Is That's this really better, though? How many people are checking Twitter? I know people that are watching you are informed. People that are watching me are informed. But how about the other like 80 percent of players who are just being abused, basically? Uh, we need to remind them to hit that subscribe button and hit the hit the like button, all that stuff. So you stay informed. You, you want to get all the more of the knowledge, the better knowledge is power. All right. That was, that was a boss segue. You did that well. I try. I try. I've been, I've been, I've been doing segues for a little while. Yeah. Good. This, give, me, give me the easy layout. All right. So 
in addition to this update, we, we got some things that I that excite me. They do nothing in the game. They don't help the, the gameplay improve, but oh, no. they make it a little fun, the costumes. So we got a few new costumes. Some yeah. of them look really, really good. We got Zemo. You sent me a thing on Zemo. We got Spider-Man. That costume looks really good. Some questionable costumes, though. We got a Silver Surfer costume that has an original design. And I don't think it looks that bad, but I, I think I would have preferred more iconic costumes than some of these original creations. The Silver Surfer, uh, this, is, this, is, this is what he looks like. It doesn't look oh, bad, but... Uh, radical, dude. He's very radical. He's like a, he's like wow. a Jubilee Surfer combo. You know, and for all these characters, there's something that's been in the comics that's better. For Silver Surfer, even, you have a, a, a pretty popular run of Silver Surfer Black, and then you have a new run where there's a Golden Silver Surfer. Both of them look cooler than that trash. All right. So most people aren't really fans of the Silver Surfer one, but this yeah. one looks really good. I, I think most people that I've talked to like this Zemo outfit, the Winter Region. This is also another original costume but i think this is a nice one what are your thoughts on this one it's better you know it's kind of like burger king uh <laughs> zemo but uh it, the parts i like about it are the parts that they took from his original design so i would <laughs> rather have the original design all right all right fair enough fair enough all right we got we got a couple more costumes here to discuss one of them we're getting for free which is uh surprising uh because <laughs> The re recent releases of these characters, of, of these costumes in Strike Pass and Battle Passes. But yeah, we got Groot dressed up like a Christmas tree. Boy, if only we use Groot anywhere in the game. Oh, at least he's not stealth, though, in the, all the time. I guess there's that. And last but not least, we have one more costume. Oh, we, we actually got an update to a costume that I want to discuss. But. Oh, I know. I forgot. Okay. All right, and last but not least, we got this awesome costume nice. for Spider-Man. This looks really, really good. And this is not an original design. This is from No Way Home. Now, I guess I guess I forgot that this was in a trailer, but look at this costume. This looks like a little hint for No Way Home. Out of those four new costumes, which, which would be your favorite? Oh, probably still the Zemo costume because I think I'd probably use it. I would, I think this is cool, but I don't think I would use it because he'll look kind of out of place with the rest of the web warriors. Um, well, Miles, Miles has a black costume as well. So I'll get confused. Who's who? Uh, good point. Good point. Now, in addition to these costumes that were added to the game, we also got an update to one of the current costumes. Now, uh, recently, a member of the deaf community in Marvel Strike Force reached out to me and said, hey, Hawkeye is supposed to be deaf. Why? Why isn't he deaf in the game? Well, this was the response, and I think this was a good response. You know, anything that makes the game more inclusive for people, I think is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I did not see this, though, in yesterday's video. I guess, and you, you said it's there. Very, very subtle. I go into game right now, and I guess it is in there. It's very subtle, though. So let's take a look at that. This is without it, and this is with it. If you look no. at his ear, little <laughs> tiny. It is very, very subtle, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> And it's, it's it means a lot to some people of, in the community. So it's a good thing. Yeah, it's good to know if we actually make requests of the graphic department, we might actually get it back. Well, the graphic department is the one that usually does a good job. When they made a mistake with She-Hulk having no neck, they fixed that. They fixed it quick. You no, know, I don't know what's going on Crystal still, but but they did fix they did fix Hawkeye. They fixed She-Hulk. They fixed some of these characters. I still don't know what's going on with Hulk either. Why is he like a Hobbit Hulk in the game? But 
Anyway. Let's, let's move on to the next uh, character. We also got some minor quality of life changes coming uh, in this update. Some are live, some not live. The find button, you having your uh, gear highlighted in red for extra visibility when you're trying to find that to farm. Uh, Align chat sends you a notification when you unlock a costume. Roster filter, allowing you to filter with non-legendaries, and that's good for Dark Dimension prep. Save squads. I think I think this is the biggest quality of life change available for players not level. I think it was 52. Now okay. available for level 40. So that's a good thing. And offer pop-ups. Oh, I know you're going to be happy with this. If you buy an offer, it's going to remain on screen. So making a second purchase is more convenient for you, brother. Yes. Easier to buy that. it twice. Easier to, to buy, buy it thrice. twice and thrice. Yeah. Easier to buy it 999 times. <laughs> Yeah, so if there's something in this holidays during Christmas for that event, they will have to max out the rewards. So easy to buy it 99 times. You got to love that. They're oh, making yeah. it so convenient to, to to buy offers. That's that's what we're supposed like to do. They really listen to us, specifically Zemo. Yes, that, that is what they should be listening to. They should be listening to Zemo. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, Mr. Hargrave. There's a new tag in the game, which has no explanation. Not just a rebel tag. I'm talking about another tag here. Let's go into game right now. It's called the Nowhere Heist. It's a very interesting set of characters that have this tag. Ebony Maw, Doc Ock, Kitty Pride, Star-Lord, and Rocket Raccoon. Uh, what do you think this could mean? I, I had no idea what this Nowhere thing meant. Yeah, it means that you have to that that's a high value team. You have to put so many resources into so many characters to have that team. I feel like this is going to be some kind of, you know, I, it looks like a flash event for more veteran players that already have this stuff unlocked to bait newer players into building these kind of ill advised characters at this point, especially Mon Star-Lord, more so Star-Lord. Uh, I guess they got to give you a reason to have them. But oh, it's three, three legendaries right there, right? Yeah. Our Lord, Ox, yes. and Maul. You got three of them that are harder to attain to new players. Uh, let's, let's go to what we know about Nowhere from the MCU. This is Nowhere. This is where the Collector was. This is, this is where it was in Gardens of the Galaxy. And if we look at some of the other locations in uh, the MCU, we see it was in Thor, Thor Part 2, The Dark World. Uh, it was also in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't think part 2, but it was Infinity War. It was also in the What If episode with Star-Lord T'Challa. Now, the interesting thing here when reading this, while recounting his origin to Eddie Brock, the symbiote god Null, who was recently rumored to be coming October 2022, revealed that he was the one that killed the Celestial whose head became nowhere, the use of the all-black Necro Sword. So this is actually a head of a Celestial you think this has anything to do with Null, or if is this just the obvious? This has something to do with Star-Lord, Star-Lord T'Challa, and that Guardian tag. I guess my hope for it is that it will be a Flash event like uh, Payday or um, what the what, Chaos Theory, but focused around green ISO, uh, like, because that's kind of what teal, we most teal. need. Oh, green ISO, okay. Green ISO to help get us some of these characters up to ISO level five. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, some of these. Yeah, that's that's something that is missing. Some some rumors about maybe a tower mode that yeah. is similar to other events. Maybe does this mean collectors coming to Marvel Strike Force? Is this a hint for null? 
limited event is what there's is one where more you're character going. I think that is very important to the history of nowhere, especially in the MCU. Yes, one character that was revealed there was Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the oh. Also, I want to bring one more Cosmo the Space Dog. He was a guardian, so. True. I don't know. So many different things that this could mean. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Now we got some we got some bug fixes that came with this update as well. Uh, I, I there's there's a lot of them. Some of them I didn't notice, but I think the biggest one uh, I think that you'll appreciate when you when you see that this got fixed is that our guy, our guy that now is very relevant in arena, he is back. You could use his costume again. Right. President Loki is back in the game. How does that make you feel, my friend? It's nice to see that they fixed something. I like to think that maybe we had something to do with that. I, I hope so. I hope so. His back, his back with that bend in there, it's still there. But now at least we can see that bend that is in the back. So that's good. good. I'm happy. All right. Uh, also, during this past week, we got a few new passes. We got a new battle pass. We got a new strike pass. Let's talk about this strike pass first. Couple different things. I believe it was 55 milestones previously. We got a lot more now. Uh, it's going all the way up to 75. Also, these milestones, instead of reaching the next one with 110 points, you only need, uh, excuse me, 150 points. You only need 110 now. So uh, what, are you th what are your thoughts on this strike pass? When I initially saw this, I thought, oh, Groot, we got to pay for Groot. I don't want that. Sharon yeah. Carter, uh, I already have her seven stars. I don't want that. But then I saw Groot is free. You're getting extra costume credits. And you're also getting these snow globe orbs, which have some decent characters in there. Some rarer characters, some non-farmable characters, some recently farmable characters. So with with these orbs, with these less, with, uh, less points to get to the next milestone, does this have a little more value for you now? No, no, the snow globe orbs are pretty bad and mostly they give out three shards and there's a lot of characters in there that most people are going to already have maxed out. There might be more value here for a newer player, but even then it's just not a lot of shards. Uh, any Anybody that doesn't have Sharon Carter, the value is going to be increased and that's seven stars because that is an important yep. unlock for Omega Red. That's an important character in the raids in that skill section. So and a very good team as well. So uh, it goes down once you have Sharon Carter. Uh, I, yeah. I'm i still tempted with these snow globe orbs. I, I got to count how many are in there, but I, they, it may be worth it, especially since you're getting the cores. You're getting these uh, costume credits, so I could get a lot more costumes. That's always awesome. I would look at those orbs. I would take a good look at those orbs and see what you actually need out of them. And uh, if, I have. If, about three or four characters that I don't have at seven stars. So... Not Low great odds. odds, but but not the worst odds that I've seen in Marvel Strike Force either. That's not a good thing to say. It's not, it's not, it's not that bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm still tempted to think of uh, potentially buying it. Let's talk about the other pass that we got. This Mojo's Mayhem, this battle pass. Now, the big reward here, no character shards. But we're getting this Taskmaster costume, which I guess technically was in the game for a while, but the way that this is released, nobody's really unlocking this until this update. So, uh, you know, except for maybe a few exceptions there. But yeah, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on this new battle pass? Is this worth it? Does this have any value for you or more other players? Especially considering there's no shards for any characters. Yeah, oh, no. Oh. And, and now there's teal gear. There's teal gear there now too. That's yeah. another big change. Enough. It's really not enough. If there was more teal gear, definitely you could consider that if you were really 
eager to have a really bad time in Dark Dimension 5. Um, I would recommend waiting anyways. There's no reason to rush into that. It only gets better with time. And uh, Taskmaster costumes, really? Yeah, that's a, that's a war defense character, right? They're yeah. like war defense costumes. Invisible woman, in, characters that go invisible, characters that go on war defense that we don't see. That's the costumes that they like. All right, this, this has no temptation for me at all. The other one does. This one, zero, zero, zero. Um, yeah, all right. But are you ready for some of the new data mines about Magic's event? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to get sad. All right, all right. Or maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Uh, the magic event. Uh, let me let me read this whole data mine. And of course, this is a data mine. And I think Tana did this. So shout out to him if he was the actual one that did this. But uh, all right, live. And if this this is something that's changed. And I think I think there may be some changes to some of the rewards here as well. Cast and reward a spell. Recruit magic during this limited time event. Snowflakes and event store earn limited time snowflakes currency via the campaign ISO eight campaign blitz. And from the daily objectives for raid arena and real time to spend some uh, time in the event store. So I like these stores. Uh, so it looks like we're getting that as well. I prefer it to the orbs. You, you, you don't like the store? Oh, God, I hate the store. It's just an opportunity for them to be really mean to the player. Well, um, before this past Icarus store, I thought it was a good thing because it gives us selection. I don't previously we've had the orbs that we have had no selection in the gear and other things that we get. So I, I think it's an improvement, although the timing of this Icarus one was trash. But in general, based on some of the past events, I think the store is good. I, I think it could be good, but I think it's going to trend worse because everything they do trends worse. But uh, another thing is, I think we overall get less stuff. Like it seems like like we might have the illusion of choice now, but overall, I think we're getting less rewards if we actually add it up. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's that's a trade-off when you go from RNG to rewards to rewards yeah. that you want, right? So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You're getting the rewards you want, but you're getting less of it. Or are you getting some rewards that don't matter and you may be overall more rewards? So, all right. Uh, let's talk about the milestones. Earn points towards spending Snowflake's currency in the event store. Earn rewards that include teal gear, magic shards, gold promo credits, and three ornaments and more. And what are these ornaments? You may ask, well, you got to collect all five of them. You collect five ornament orbs. It contains a special gift, which include the symbiote spider, uh, the new Spider-Man outfit. But what are these orbs? Uh, the purple orb is going to guarantee 50 magic shards. It's going to found in the milestones. The blue orb guaranteed ton of T1 and T2 ions. That's also going to be in the milestones. The green orb. This may be changing. I, this may be at least six credit. Of course, it's a data mine. This is not official, but you're getting some kind of credits enough to open something, and it's going to be in the milestones. You're getting a pink orb, which is going to guarantee purple, orange, teal, unique gear. Places from a select pool on the 14th day of the sorcery calendar. So I think that's the last day, if I'm uh, if I'm guessing. In the white orb, this is the one that you're going to have to purchase. Guarantees 3 million gold, available in a special low price offer at two distinct times during the event. What is, what is this low price offer? What is what is 3 million in-game gold worth for you as a low price? Oh, God. I Five mean, bucks? 20 bucks? I'm doing really good with gold. I haven't needed gold in a very long time, famously. But um, 3 million gold, if they charge $5 for it, that's good. Well... 
Well, you're not only getting the gold, you're getting the Spider-Man costume. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm concerned about how you get these ornaments and how hard it's going to be to get to, like, the Elite Seven. Elite Sevens are usually pretty expensive, like $100. I don't, I don't think it's going to be Elite Seven, though. I don't think it's going to be Elite Seven. I think they're going to dial that I down? It, I think it's going to be a six. I think it's going to be a six. Okay. That, that makes it more... Maybe it won't be as bad. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But this is, this is the data mines right now. It may or may not end up this way. And then if you do all that, you open all five of the orbs. You're going to add Spider-Man's No Way Home costume to your roster using the gold phase bits will be available in a limited time for this achievement. So pretty much you're we're buying this for some gold and the costume is, is what it is. We're hoping that it's better than Thanos giving, which we never heard back can on. It, can it can it be worse? Can it be worse I don't, than I, Thanos giving? That was a is bad a event. Cow? That was a really, really bad event. I, mean, I don't know. We could throw it. Can, we like, can you do worse than Thanos giving for Christmas, please? Sculpey says, hold my beer, Hargrave. Let's see, see what I got fed for Christmas. Well, you know what? I bet I could make it even more angry everything wrong with on my channel if they uh, if they do just that. Oh. <laughs> we just try to one up each other. It, that would, jeez. Uh, all right, it'll be a battle. It'll be like another heated battle between Hardgrave and, and Scopely this time. So taking on some bigger targets. Let's All see right. if you can get me less mad about T'Challa not being Wakandan with how bad this event could be. Hopefully they go back on that because initially Philavel didn't have the Creed tag. Hopefully they will put that in for I made a lot T'Challa. of videos making fun of them about that and then it changed. It did. It did. Hopefully, hopefully they're like, hey, we're in the spirit of giving. Let's just put this tag on him, make him available for these gamma raids because they gamma raids suck. But that is that is the event. Are you are you I guess you're not very positive on this event, but let me know your thoughts. Are you optimistic? Yeah. Valley Club? Are you unoptimistic about this event? Are this some cool rewards or is this grindingness that they were going to have to do? All right. Are you ready for the last and final segment of this episode? All right. Always. We are talking about Hawkeye episode three and everything leading up to episode three. So spoiler warning, guys, if you have not seen Hawkeye episode three, not yesterday's episode, episode four, we're talking about last week's episode and everything that happened on it. So uh, before we start with this episode, I got to ask on your channel, you have had Zemo, who has been on Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, who has been on Loki. Now, Hawkeye, who is going to be featured on your channel from this Hawkeye series? I'm not sure. I hear rumors that they're going to have someone special in episode four that's going to be pretty big. So maybe them. Okay. Okay. So maybe that person is being featured on your channel. You'll have to tune until next week's episode to see who we're talking about. But all right. In episode three, we saw her at the end of episode two. We know she's having her own series coming to Disney Plus because that was announced before this Hawkeye series even started. Echo. What are your thoughts on this character? How strong is she going to be? Does she have relationship? And who 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 was she trained by? Who do you think that hand was in that in the beginning of the episode? Oh, she oh, was training. Questions about you watch this so intently. You watch this like how I watched the Loki episodes. <laughs> uh, she's really cool. I think it's a great character. I like all the characters on the show. I think um, I think I'm enjoying it more than winter Loki? soldier overall okay i like some moments of the winter soldier show better than this but uh i like the characters and the vibe they're going for yeah i i, I like a lot of things they're doing now echo 
in in the comics, as I started to talk about her relationships, relationships with Daredevil, relationships with Moon Knight, relationships with Kingpin, who appears to be the person that trained her in episode two, talking with the dad. So do you think Kingpin, do you, are we going to get Kingpin in this episode? And is it going to be Vincent D'Onofrio? It has to be Vincent D'Onofrio. If it's not Vincent D'Onofrio, I will make so many angry videos until it is. <laughs> okay. Now, now, um, Kevin Feige did say that Charlie Cox is going to be appearing in who played Daredevil in yes. that show that Vincent D'Onofrio played Kingpin. He's going to be appearing in the MCU as Daredevil in an upcoming project. Is Hawkeye that upcoming project? And that's how we see Kingpin. That would be incredible. I'd be very excited about that. And you know what? If it's if it's Kingpin, I'll shave the head. We'll do Kingpin. Oh my goodness! You hear it here first on the news. The long locks of Hargrave are coming off if it is Kingpin. All right, and let me let me talk about one of my favorite scenes. When the hearing aid fell out, the car chase scene, all those arrows mixed in with them not being able to communicate effectively with each other. I thought it was a really, really good scene. What did you think of that scene? All the trick arrows, the the them talking with the same things, with repeating what they're saying because he can't hear. I love that scene. What what was your what was your uh, takeaway from that scene? Yeah, that was definitely one of the better action sequences that's been in all of these shows. Um, I'm having trouble remembering some of the other ones. I also like the sword fight that happened, I think, in episode two. Oh, that was fun. It was, was very fun. interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good action in this series. And you talk about segues. That's actually a really good segue. That sword fight. Jack Duquesne in the comics, he trained Hawkeye at the end of episode three, holding the Ronin sword to Hawkeye's throat. Obviously, episode four is out. But at the time of watching that, what did you think was going to happen when episode four came out? And when, when you saw that sword, when you saw Jack Duquesne, knowing that he trained Hawkeye in the comics, are they going to have a relationship in this show? At the time of watching it, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, I'm hoping it's a reveal and, uh, and a swerve there. So instead of a fight, we're going to have a reveal that they know each other. And a big <laughs> hug and oh, oh, it's there you, Clint. I, I remember you from the past. Friends from work. Mr. Friends will work. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. Uh, let me know what you thought of Hawkeye. Let me know what you think of this update, this large update. What team are you most hyped about? The Web Warriors, the Uncanny X-Men and their reworks, and these new or these new Ravagers. Uh, what are what are your final thoughts on this update and everything, Mr. Hargrave? It seems rather idiotic, and I like it. Ah. I like it. It's like, idiocy is fun. Is uh, well, it can be fun as long as it infuses more fun to the game. And I, I think these web wars will do that. The the Ravagers will do that. And the Uncanny X Men they seem like a serious team. They don't seem like an idiotic team. So uh, they're they're gonna they're they're adding fun in a different way. All right, I'm gonna do stupid things with it. I like to do that too. We'll we'll have some fun making some fun stupid videos. <laughs> Let everyone even know where they can find you, my friend. You can find me at Twitch TV uh, forward slash Mr. Hargrave every Wednesday and Friday around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about Marvel Strike Force. You can always find me on YouTube. Just type in Mr. Hargrave and my channel should come up. Okay, and not on Twitter yet, but hopefully enough of the Valley Club pesters you to get yourself a Twitter uh, because we talked about it. You can respond to all the tweets of Marvel Strike Force, all the ones that you don't like with your Twitter account. So... Make one, Valley Club. Keep pestering Mr. Hartgrave until he finally makes a Twitter account. All right. Hopefully that is done sooner than later. Hopefully that's done before this video is even up. But I will see you next time, Mr. Hartgrave. 
Always a pleasure, my friend. Have a happy holidays. Have a great rest of your week. Valley Club, have a great holidays as well. And hey, if you have not subscribed yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit the notification bell so you know as soon as a new video goes up, we got a lot of Marvel Strike Force content coming up. So uh, that is it. Are you ready for the fist bump, Mr. Hartgrave? I think so. And it's that time, the fist bump from the dark. Mr. Hartgrave and Valley Flight going through the screen. Out. Have a great rest of your day, guys.